Hi there, folks. Welcome back to the State Tax Show. I'm Matt Hunsaker. On today's show, we take a look at what's going on with transfer pricing over at the Multi-State Tax Commission. Welcome back to the show. Today, we're just going to jump right into it, and we're going to talk about what's been going on at the MTC with regards to its State Intercompany Transactions Advisory Service, or CITUS, as we've come to know it. For those of you who are not familiar with CITUS, let me give you just a little bit of background. This all got kicked off in 2014 when the MTC formed the Arms Length Adjustment Service Committee, or ALAS, as we called it back then. The idea here was to draw on the MTC's ability to provide expertise in transfer pricing, since that could be a little bit difficult on a state-by-state basis. You know, a lot of states just don't have the resources or sophistication to handle a transfer pricing audit. And so the idea was to lean on the MTC to help provide some of those services. Well, that initial program design was done in 2015, but the problem was they just didn't get enough states to sign up for it. They had a a minimum number of commitments that they would need from the states to fund the program and, and make it work effectively. When the MTC didn't get the minimum number of commitments, the program kind of shifted a little bit more towards training and uh, possible information exchanges. And eventually the name was changed to what is now CITUS. And part of that name change is to reflect kind of a shift in the purpose behind the committee. When it was a last, I think there was more of a focus on just transfer pricing by itself. And with CITUS, the, it's kind of a more of a holistic view of how states may, or I guess what kind of tools states may have to combat their perception of improper income shifting. So transfer pricing would just be one of a variety of tools in their tool belt to combat those types of transactions. Well, CITUS has been kind of, I don't, I don't want to say they've been idle. I'm sure there's been a lot going on, but they haven't met since I'm trying to think when they last met. I think it was back in November of 2016. So we're coming up on four and a half years since there's been a an official committee meeting. And there's now been one. It was on March 23rd, and it was done by video conference. I think there's probably, I don't know, maybe just under 100 people participated in that committee meeting. And the, the committee meeting was led by Crystal Bolton. And She's the assistant director of the Louisiana Department of Revenue's Field Audit Income Tax Division. She chairs the committee and led that meeting. A lot of the meeting was devoted to just kind of explaining what's been going on with the LAS and CITUS programs. But then they also went through some surveys to get some information about what the states want to get out of the program. And I want to focus on one aspect of the things that they talked about in that survey, and that is advanced pricing agreements, or APAs, as we'll call them today. 
Those of you with federal transfer pricing experience will know all about APAs. The basic gist of the APA is that it's more efficient. It is more certain for both taxpayers and the states to work out transfer pricing issues in advance and come to an agreement rather than fighting about it on the back end after the water's under the bridge. So the survey that they went over in the meeting said that, and I can't remember exactly how many participants turned in surveys. So these percentages that I'm about to read you may not reflect percentages of 50 states, but they may be some smaller subset. But 18% said that they have some sort of an APA program. 45% said they don't have an APA program, but they sure like to have one. And then 23% say that they may like to have one, but that they don't think they have the statutory authority to offer an APA program. And then there was a few states who said, what the heck is an APA? Now, APAs are not entirely new on the state tax scene. Well, I don't know. I take that back. I'd say that they're fairly new. Indiana was the first state, at least that's what everyone seems to think, that had kind of an explicit APA program with guidelines. But even though Indiana may be the first state to have an official APA program, I wouldn't say it's the first state that's ever dabbled in it. I know that states for some time have been working with taxpayers on sort of an ad hoc basis to come to an agreement on their transfer pricing for future years, even though it may not have been under the guise of an official program. They just work together as taxpayers and taxing officials just to work out an efficient solution. So this has been going on for a while, but Indiana was the first to make it official. One other interesting tidbit is what's been going on in North Carolina. Uh, I think the window is now closed for this, but North Carolina had a voluntary transfer pricing resolution initiative. So that's what the idea here was to get taxpayers to come in to proactively address their transfer pricing issues and to get some sort of resolution of those, as well as a waiver of penalty. And if sources are to be believed, I think that North Carolina got about $100 million out of that initiative. And I think that's caught the attention of a number of other states. So I would expect to see more states offering these types of resolution initiatives. But what I'd be most concerned about is that states are just generally continuing to see transfer pricing as a quick fix on the revenue side. I think the biggest issue here is not that states are wanting to dive in and do transfer pricing and take a look at it, but that they often will sign up contract economists who have their own proprietary data that they will use to make adjustments. And oftentimes, these adjustments and these data sets don't always reflect the proper methodology for conducting a transfer pricing study. And so there has been, I think, speaking from the taxpayer perspective here, a fair amount of abuse, or at least concerns of abuse, with these types of arrangements where states go out and sign up with contract auditors. So there's a quick update of where we're at with transfer pricing. 
this is not as in-depth as I'd like to do, but I just wanted to mostly get it on your radar that the MTC is ramping things up again. And it's something that we need to, as a taxpayer community, keep our eyes on. So I'll be back down the road as we see more information about what the MTC's CITUS committee may be doing. And you know what? I think I may also throw in perhaps just some more general updates of what states are doing with transfer pricing and perhaps some of the other related types of adjustments that they're making to address intercompany transactions. I'll be back next Monday with a new episode. Until then, have yourselves a great week. The State Tax Show podcast is produced by Baker and Hostetler, LLP, and is for informational purposes only. It is intended to inform our clients and other friends of the firm about current legal developments of general interest. Issues discussed should not be construed as legal advice, and listeners should not act upon the information contained in this podcast without professional counsel. In some jurisdictions, this podcast may constitute attorney advertising. Please visit BakerLaw.com for more information about our practices and experience.